But as we know this morning, teachers, power and water workers and corrections officers, well, they're not the only ones walking off the job for better pay. Firefighters at Darwin Airport are considering going on strike during the Christmas period. The United Firefighters Union Aviation Branch Secretary, Wes Garrett, joins me now. Uh, Wes, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Katie. Thanks for having me. I'm well. Thanks for having us all. Thanks for coming on the show. What are the concerns of the airport firefighters in Darwin at the moment? Yeah, primarily our concerns um, revolve around staffing numbers, minimum staffing numbers. Um, Now, aviation is a highly regulated industry and uh, aviation firefighting is no exception to that. So CASA approves the minimum staffing levels for aviation rescue firefighting stations around the country. And what we're trying to bring to people's attention or, you know, the travelling public's attention is that those levels are not being met today. And so why has it got to the point where strike action is required? There, we're looking for a clause in our enterprise agreement to put a framework around minimum staffing and to uh, basically recognise the international standard or there's an organisation called the International Civil Aviation Organisation that sets the framework and the methodology for determining minute determining, sorry, minimum staffing, and we're looking to have that recognised in our enterprise agreement. Um, If we had this uh, prior to COVID, and the reason that we're 100 firefighters short is because air services incentivised the retirement of 100 firefighters during COVID. Now that the border restrictions have been rolled back, aviation obviously has come back very strongly domestically and internationally, and we are caught short at the majority of our 27 stations around the country. So how many aviation firefighters do we actually have here in Darwin compared to the number that we need? So pre-COVID in Darwin, there were 46 firefighters, uh, full-time employees at the Darwin station. Uh, Today, there are 36. So there's 10 less firefighters in Darwin than what there previously was. And that's a pretty, that's a pretty consistent um, reduction at many, many stations around the country. Darwin is one of them, yeah. Yeah, right. And is it a specialty uh, to be a fiery in aviation? Yeah, well, aviation firefighting is a very specialised field. Um, and as I've said, aviation generally is a highly regulated industry. So our firefighters need to have uh, very specific competencies and training, equipment, um, uh, which is all aviation-specific. What, what sets us apart, I'm not sure if people are familiar with aviation rescue because usually our stations are airside yep. and not really totally visible to the public. But our trucks, very different trucks. They, they're they much larger. They, they, they're specially built to deal with large hydrocarbon fires. They have big monitors on the roof. They produce foam. Um, so the, the equipment, the training, uh, very specialised field. And, uh, yes, it, it, it is... Uh, it's a horses for courses proposition when it comes to firefighting. Yes, we're all firefighters, but an urban firefighter yep. uh, is, is a very different job to that uh, that's provided by aviation rescue firefighters. And so is there a concern here around pay as well, or is it more so those numbers? Those numbers are our primary concern, and we, that, that is why we, we've got a bit of a, a national... Um, we've got national attention, actually, obviously, yep. uh, around this. Um, and this is a perfect opportunity for us to let people know that the, the staffing numbers that are approved in, in this country today by CASA are not being met on a regular basis around the country. And this is, a, this is unacceptable in a first world country like Australia. Wes, what impact could this industrial action have on airport operations and, and is it likely to happen over that Christmas break? 
Yeah, our branch committee of management are still working on what the framework of the work stoppages will look like as far as the dates, locations, durations, etc. But um, as has been publicised uh, in the news media today, um, we, we have basically an indefinite period that we can uh, roll these stoppages out from... Uh, it began actually back on... We got the decision from Fair Work on the uh, 11th of November. But basically there's an, in, an infinite uh, and indefinite time frame that we can... Um, use any of these work stoppages moving into the future. Where's some people listening are going to be thinking, why do it over Christmas when it's going to impact all of us? Yeah, well, I would say that uh, the primary consideration should be here about having adequate fire and rescue resources available at the airport that you're taking off from and at the airport that you're arriving to and that those services should be, must be um, consistent with international safety standards. And that's why uh, our firefighters feel so passionate mm. and important that we bring this to the public's attention. Well, United Firefighters Union Aviation Branch Secretary, Wes Garrett, I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for coming on and giving us a bit of an explainer as to what the situation is. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you.